0: Welcome to the MG Kitchen Podcast. This is where you're going to learn all about how to cook very simple food, very easily, very quickly, and with relatively simple ingredients. It's not going to be complicated. It's going to be something you're going to really enjoy, particularly in these difficult times when we're all locked down and we're having to find things to do around the house. So today's delight from MG's Kitchen is cottage pie. It's time for another episode of the MG Kitchen. I'd love to thank all of you for joining in and for getting so enthusiastic about the way that you're welcoming not only my recipes, but also giving me some of yours as well. Some of the pictures that you guys are sending me, uh, which we are retweeting and reposting, are quite remarkable. And you know what? If you have a recipe that you want me to cook for you, uh, because it's like your signature dish or something like that, and you just want a little bit of fame and fortune, please send it in. I can't guarantee that we'll do it. But if it catches my eye and it feels like something we should do, I will absolutely do it. Today, we're going to do something which is so basic and so British that everybody, but everybody will want to do it. And it's shepherd's pie. But guess what? It's not shepherd's pie because we're going to have to do it with beef which means that it's technically cottage pie because you know the way that the legend of shepherd's pie goes it can only be shepherd's pie if it's mince lamb and I don't have any mince lamb right now I have minced beef only so it's going to be cottage pie and it's going to be with carrots it's going to be with whatever vegetables I can find in the uh, in the fridge because there's a few in there that I think I need to use up there's going to be some potatoes involved and you know me I like to make my mashed potatoes for any reason we, we, which we've already done, uh, a bit of mustard, um, a bit of butter, a bit of milk, um, a little bit of salt and pepper, um, and that's going to be cool, we're going to put carrots in this, we're going to put some minced beef, we're going to put maybe some Worcester sauce, a little bit, uh, we might even put some peas in, but I can tell you this, one of the things that I love eating, anytime, and I usually eat it with baked beans as well, is cottage pie, and that's what we're going to do today. Now, one of the things that I find really, really irritating when I'm cooking is that when I go to use my knife, it's really blunt. So today, just before we started, I did that thing where I got my little knife sharpener out, and if you haven't got a knife sharpener, you should get one, like immediately. Um, and I just ran the knife in and out of the knife sharpener for like five minutes. What it does is it just gives you that ability to know that your knife is brilliant. It's brilliant. It's working, right? There's nothing worse than a blunt knife. I mean, it's like all sorts of things that don't work properly without getting, uh, you know, too carried away. What you don't want is a knife that doesn't cut anything, right? And when you're kind of sawing backwards and forwards and go, why is this not happening for me? So I'm now cutting an onion, which as many of you know, is pretty much the staple for lots and lots of food that I do and lots of food that I make. If you do sharpen the knife, of course, you have to be careful because you will run a much bigger risk of cutting yourself uh, if you miss, basically. Now, the skin has come off. I'm chopping this into pretty small pieces. I've already put a little vegetable oil in a pan because this is one of those dishes that does not really require olive oil. I tend to use olive oil only if it's a sort of Mediterranean-based dish. If it's a British-based dish, vegetable oil is usually fine. There we are. I I can hear it. Now, unlike some of the dishes that we make here on MG's Kitchen, this one takes the meat pretty early on. So I have here... And look, I have some um, scissors to cut it. I have here a little bit of minced beef, and I'm going to be using... Again, because you don't need too much. I mean, it depends on how many people you're cooking for, and I know that I say that a lot. But basically, if you're cooking for... You know, two to three people. The kinds of um, portion sizes that I recommend are pretty good, right? So basically 200 grams to 300 grams will do you in terms of um, having enough having enough to make enough for two to three people. I mean, it's almost like 100 grams per person should be the deal. Unless you're going to be an absolute pig. I mean, But of course, the other thing is, depending on the size of your um, largesse and the size of your baking scenario, you can kind of, um, I'll just put some salt in there, you can basically work it out. And you can always make more, and if you make too much, what's the problem, right? If you make too much, don't worry. I have, by the way, got a rather nice organic Malbec, Tilly Mookie, which I bought from Waitrose at the weekend. Not too expensive, but not too cheap. I was about 7 dollars I think, but very nice. Hmm. I pretty soon we may have some news on the wine front for you. Here's the, uh... because don't forget, if you don't use all of the um, beef, minced beef, put some to the side, and you guess what? Tomorrow, you can make a nice hamburger with it. Apropos the earlier, hamburger recipe I gave you right so that's where we are now once again as I've always said to you once you've touched raw meat you wash your hands very much and away we go you can hear it uh, cooking away there I'm going into the fridge for my uh, carrot uh, scenario I've got a lot of carrots in there I've also got some green beans, which I normally wouldn't bother with, but because they're just needing to be used, I mean, they're literally like so pathetic. You might otherwise throw them away, and no, I might just throw them away, but I think it's nice not to throw stuff away, so I could put some green beans in there. If you're worried that your uh, mince beef is sticking, by the way, just give it a quick stir. It's not, actually. And once it turns brown, you know, once you've lost the redness, and right now all that's in there is salt, pepper, minced beef and onion, once it becomes a completely brown meat, that's when you add in the little bit of Worcester sauce, which gives it a little bit of a kick, you know. I like to put Worcester sauce in it because um, it feels as though it's just a bit of a a different uh, taste, you know. I've got some ginger, and I can't decide whether to put that in or not. Normally speaking, you wouldn't put ginger in a um, shepherd's pie or a cottage pie, but you see, for me, it's a bit of a free-for-all. You put in whatever you want. Somebody said to me the other day, your chilli recipe was great, but instead of doing kidney beans, we do it with baked beans. Now, I would never have thought of that, and I'm not sure I would ever do it, but if you want to do that, by all means, do it. I mean, baked beans for me are the staple diet of all sorts of things. You know, if you're going out to a greasy spoon cafe and you're going to have a full English, I never have chips but I always have beans. If you're going to have something like beans on toast, which is not something I have a lot of, there is no substitute. But I don't think I'd put it in chilli, you know. But the one place where I do eat it is when I have shepherd's pie at, or cottage pie and I have this beautiful kind of arraignment of stuff that comes out of the oven but then I have baked beans with it and gravy it's great. Now I've got the carrot here. It's quite a big carrot so what I'm doing is I'm slicing it. I've grated it sorry i am not grated it I've peeled it I've cut it in half and I've now cut those halves into halves again so I'm like I'm creating a sort of situation with the carrot whereby you don't what you don't want is like huge pieces of vegetables apart from the else that puts the kids off smaller they are, the better. And also, the smaller they are, the better they cook. And that's all going in now. You can see this is all starting to take shape. Don't forget, we're going to be putting some stock in here. I'm going to be putting in a little bit of beef stock, obviously. And I use that gnaw scenario. Um, And the green beans, they look sort of limp and hopeless and awful and and they're literally about to die on the vine but you know what I'm feeling sorry for them so I'm going to put them in all I've got here is literally like look at this one two three four five six seven I've got eight green bees I mean literally I might as well just kill them off but you know I believe that hope springs eternal when it comes to food and actually it may not give it much of a flavour, but you know what? What's the harm? And also it's a little bit green. Most of the flavourings and the colourings are brown. Orange for the carrots. There's no peppers going in, there's no chillies. Some people think you can make it a little bit spicy, with a bit of chilli. Not for me. That's not my way, I'm afraid. Put a little bit of water in. And I'm going to look for, one of those nice, here we are, nor pots beef only. Now, I've also still got some of those wild, um, the wild the fresh thyme. So I might put some of that in there. But I did some of that the other day and, and I was a bit disappointed because uh, there was a bit, more, a bit more stick action than I wanted, you know. But you can do it wrong with it if you wanted to put some wine in you do that too but i'm not going to waste any wine on this because it doesn't need it it honestly doesn't need it it's good enough without it but let's do a little bit more water you can feel it sort of building up there don't forget this is this is only the base right this is the base of the um shepherd's pie stroke cottage pie put the lid on, and you can just leave to cook for a while, there's nothing else that I can put in, I might put a bit of cumin in, I might put a few more herbs in, um, but it's really it and see, it's whatever you like, if you have some regular thyme, you can use that, if you have a little turmeric, you might want to use that, it's really whatever you want to use, this is the whole point of the MG Kitchen, is that you guys do what you guys want to do, and I will give you a guide, I, if you make it exactly as I tell you, it'll be great. If you add something in, that's also great. Now you can probably hear the bubbling going on in the background because obviously having made the uh, meat part for the cottage pie, the other bit you have to do is the potato part. So I've previously on this particular podcast told you how to make the perfect mashed potato. So we're going to be doing that again. I might put a little bit of mustard in them this time. I'll be putting butter I'm putting milk. Some people think you should put cream or creme fraiche and not milk, but I'm going to put milk. I'm going to put butter. I'm going to put salt and pepper. Uh, The potatoes are pretty much nearly ready. I'm going to mash them with a fork and then I'm going to put it all together lovingly. Uh, I'm going to probably put some pepper across the top of the potatoes, might even put a bit of parsley in there. And of course, uh, top it all off with some cheese, grated cheddar, ideally, uh, and then put it in the oven for about half an hour, 45 minutes. We'll see you soon. Right, so we've got all the constituent parts, basically. So what we need to do is prepare the oven so that we can put the shepherd's pie in there. So let's put that on. You'll also hear that going there we've got the, the minced beef section going in first i been cooked this on the top of the stove obviously now we're going to melt it all together and put it underneath into the oven mm. oh it just tastes good now it was a little bit on the thin side of the sauce for my shepherd's uh, cottage pie recording you're not shepherd's pie because it's beef um so i put a little flour in the final mix, which just literally thickens it up a little bit, because I'm not an absolute purist when it comes to these things, but you know, it's nice, if you can, to keep it so that the liquid doesn't boil over too much into the potato, because it just makes it look better, you know, you might hear me getting a little glass out as well, by the way, so I've got a rather nice organic Malbec to have here, which is from Argentina, of course, the best Malbec is from Argentina, it's not the only place to get it but it is rather good and then what i do is i use a spoon to gently place the mashed potato on top of the minced beef without wishing to be too heavy-handed so you have to be quite sort of i would say delicate even and you know again if you're making this for the first time don't worry too much if you haven't quite got enough potato to cover it, you can always leave a little bit of the salt. I mean, you, once you get better at it, you'll know exactly how much potato to cook. And I've used mashed potato, which I have mashed together with a little bit of mustard, English mustard, obviously, a little bit of butter and a little bit of milk and some salt and pepper. I have not added any parsley, but I might just shrink, sprinkle a little bit of parsley. Now, it looks to me as if we've slightly underdone The the shepherd's pie, the cottage pie, potato section, right? So it's going to be a little bit less than perfect because it means that basically there's not going to be enough, there's not going to be enough potato to actually cover it all. But that doesn't really matter because the taste is all that matters, really. Then you use a fork to kind of make little marks in it. And then the final piece de resistance is to put a little bit of grated cheese on the top. So when you've done all that, it's ready to go in the oven. Bob's, your uncle, or indeed your cottage pie. Here's what you're going to need to make it. 250 grams of minced beef, one carrot, chopped, one onion, diced, some beef stock pot, which we can also replace with uh, beef stock if you like, a teaspoon of cumin, uh, some fresh thyme, some parsley, and of course, you might wish to add peas if you want to, frozen or otherwise, uh, to make the meat part of the cottage pie. The part that goes on top, of course, is the mashed potato. Now, there's a previous section on how to make the best mashed potato, but I generally boil the potatoes first, and then you add a little milk, a little butter, a little salt, a little pepper, and if you wish, a tiny little bit of mustard, which gives it that little flavor. And when you cover uh, the meat, Uh, with the potato before you put it all into the oven in an oven baking um, casserole you can scrape a little bit of uh, cheddar cheese and uh, grate that on the top and also you can add a little bit of paprika as well join me again next time for another episode of mg's kitchen don't forget to like comment and subscribe and if you want to show me your creations tweet me at mg's kitchen